friends, welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the only podcast where we are dedicated to discussing the business of being a tile contractor. My name is Luke Miller, your host, and I am on a mission to help tile contractors everywhere. I want to see you grow profitable, sustainable businesses, the type of business that is good for you and your family and the communities you live and work in. All right, I want to thank my sponsors. The NTCA is the National Tile Contractors Association. They are the largest and oldest association for tile contractors in North America. And listen, uh, there's a high density of contractors who are running very well, very established companies, some of them for generations. So you can learn a lot, pick their brains, uh, look into joining the association comes with a lot of different benefits uh myself and jim olson recorded an episode that's available i think around september or october of last year i'd also like to thank uh Ladecree international Ladecree is a is a company who has been in the tile installation game for a long long time in fact henry rothberg invented thinset and they've maintained the family company values and, and it resonates throughout the company from the top down to the uh, reps who are serving you out in your fields. So look into Ladecrete products. A lot of you have, and uh, a lot of you are enjoying them already, I know. So I appreciate your support, Ladecrete, and uh, everything you're doing for us. All right, friends. So listen, today we've got an interview. It was a little bit longer interview with Ken Hudson uh, at Huds Tiling on Instagram. If you're not following on Instagram, check it out. Uh, if you want to grow your Instagram channel, you can definitely look to Ken. He's got over a hundred thousand followers. Yes, a hundred thousand followers plus on his Instagram channel. So look at what he's doing uh, with his Friday reasoning, his Saturday and Sunday shout outs, uh, d different scheduled stuff of the week that keeps him on track, keeps him uh, posting content that's relevant and, and kind of with a little calendar system there, as well as just really letting his personality shine. Ken's doing a great job of that. So take notes to everything he's doing on Instagram if that is your goal to grow an Instagram following. Um, certainly, you know, Ken has a great, uh, a, a great attitude and, and a love, a great love for tile. Certainly that comes through with his posts. And that's kind of where we're picking up this episode here. Ken was talking about, you know, how he feels when he goes to install tile every day. So we're going to, we're going to pick up mid conversation here. Um, enjoy. We talked about a lot of great topics. We kind of just, uh, we're all over the place really. So I know you're going to enjoy this and, uh, due to the length, we're going to skip the tile money news and tip today and, and try to keep this thing at about an hour. So enjoy this interview right now, tile friends. Winter, summer, spring. I, I'm just I'm just dedicated to tiling, like so I know I have to get up. It's not I just get up and it's just a norm for me, you know. Like some people feel like I get up, I don't want to go work today. I think that's I, I get up and I, I want to go work, you know. Even if the job is a bit hard, you just you just want to go and get it done. If it's difficult, I have some jobs that I don't even sleep. It's so exciting. <laughs> like yeah. you know what well, i can't wait to go yeah. and do this job so you're like you get up three o'clock all right come on man let's go time <laughs> I want to go what what is it that excites you is it something new is it the client is it you know is it just setting tile i mean is it is it that way every job do you it, ever get burned out it's a technicality of the job um if i'm doing a job that's just 
playing on 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 doesn't challenge me mentally. Like you know, like uh, I I I not get frustrated, but I just don't enjoy doing it. Um, I like doing jobs. That's why, as I said last week, I've stopped doing a lot of commercial projects because you're just go in there and they want you to just go in there and just bang it out. Like, I don't like that word. I want to go in and I want to work. I just want to do a nice job. And, you know, when you go in and you go home and you sit back, you're like, yeah, yeah. that felt good, you know? So I think that's the, that's the difference, you know? Yeah, that's that's the main thing that I really like. So, in regards, I said, a lot of guys, they, they just do it for, to pay the bills, you mm-hmm. know? And, and that's when, I think that's what set different titles apart, you know? Yes, you want to pay the bills, but you want to improve on your skill. Yeah. You want to be a better installer. You know, you want to learn about new tools, new new techniques, new materials. You know, and and, and that's what you that's what you should aim to do. You know, and and that's one thing that we we tend I tend to try and do, just try to aim yeah um, to improve as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. We have a comment here from someone in the Facebook says uh, a lot of us Tyler's go to bed trying to solve and work through the process. It's so true. I remember, you know, like, like Ken's talking about, you know, the more technical it is. And if it's a big challenge, you know, you're going to, you're going to go to bed thinking about it. You're going to lay in bed. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it and and going over it in your head. And you're going to, you're going to actually like, for me, I would actually go through the steps of the whole job. And, and as I would make a mental checklist, making sure I, I was prepared to do the steps of that job. Did I have the right tools? You know, how was I going to, you know, handle this situation? If a lot of times you go in and and like you're saying, you maybe haven't done or worked with that tile before. So you, you know, you're just going to bed thinking about the technicalities of it, whether it's layout, you know, or actual, you know, tile. Yeah. What it is, look, I I think uh, in anything that you do, a lot of people say when they get through the door, they, that's it from work. And um, if, if you're trying to, do the best job possible. I, I don't think you could just zone out right away. You, I think that, as you said, you have to, oh, can I organize the next day mm-hmm. in your head? Like, I'm tired of this side of the wall. Okay, can I do that over there? Or can I do this? You know, I'm always thinking ways and means yeah. of, there's a word that you always use and it's very important because what you want to do is save time. So if you could do one side of that wall first, and you know you could, is is like this pool that we're doing now. Um, there's so many little details to it, and you have to find out which detail. Every detail one is always important, and one when you're doing a big job like that. So we left the last detail today, which was one of the most important detail. And last night when I went to my bed and I was thinking oh, yeah, I need to do this and I need to do that. And I was like, so when I got to work, right away, I know exactly what I needed to do. So it made my day much more efficient. I'm not there just getting to work. Oh, what should I do now? Should I go there and do that? Should I go there and do that? No. Right. I'm right on it right away instantly, you know? So it's always good to come home and just, you know, zone a little bit, but, you know, as you said, just try to think, oh, can you improve tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Be more self-efficient. Did you have your job making sure? Did you have that same mentality when you were an employee? Because I know you you've been an employee. Yes. The thing is, when I used to work for that company, we used to do a lot of massive jobs for them. But it, I probably felt like I was 
it was my company. That's how I see nice. things. Wow. Um, they just send the material there. That's it. They just send the material. I tell them what it wants, and then everything else was down to me. Hmm. So pretty much, you know, I I just deal with the install um, installation of any 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 massive project they have. I'll tell you this: we when we were doing Westminster Abbey, um, hmm. that's one of the one of the most uh, prestigious job. Yeah, we we were doing that job. Um, so that's the, the Queen's Church, and um, I don't know if I told you the story last week, but that job they were were getting materials on site, but they would not come to site. So mm-hmm. no matter what they do, they would not come to site. And everyone was saying to them, um, you need to come and look like the site manager. Because I was there, mm-hmm. they know that the job was in a good and They would not come to the job. And I'm thinking, you having a prestigious job like that, at least you should come there a few times. And I could tell you, Luke, it's one of the most technical jobs I've done. I had to wait on the... The designer, after wait on the, the dean uh, of Westminster, just to get little details. Do you want me to do this? Because sometimes you could have a drawings and and there's other details. As I said today, I always try to improve something. So even if there's a drawing, I try to improve it. But I've run that job from day one. I've been there and I run the job and I got fed up a few times because you know I wanted them to come on site to you know to show them faces. You, the you know you're running the company. It's your company. At least come to site to say, um, can you know what can we help you with? You know they just left me like that. So, oh, material is there and that's it. So when 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 it was finished, lovely job, absolutely stunning. So what 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 happened now? They were doing an invite mm-hmm. to say after this you could. Put, the Queen was supposed to be there, but I end up meeting Prince Philip through this. So the company who my company was working for said to them, we're not letting no suit come to this um, grand opening. We want the guys that actually did the work. (laughs) And they were gutted. So they sent me an invite and they did not get to come. So so they all wanted to come up. They said to come and said, no, you weren't on site. We're being fair. We're only inviting the guys them. that did the job. So That's I awesome. went, I met Prince and they were like, and they still had to pay me for the day. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so it, that, that's, that's, that, that was a very good feeling um, to meet royalty through your work. And yeah, yeah. everyone was there looking at it and they were, they were totally in love with what we did. And, and, and it's amazing feeling, absolutely amazing feelings. And, I just glad that I had the opportunity and um, to go there. So again, you know, it's just what you put in, you get out. You know, I'd say, you know, yeah. I love that story. That's a good story. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always say, I always, <laughs> uh, they, they go, oh, we want to go, we want to go. They said, no suits. <laughs> we keep telling you, I would probably send you an invite if you came down there once. Yeah, you did not come. So that's crazy. It'd be unfair and Ken. Yeah. Not to come and see the finish and me and 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 it's something that you know uh, I'm very grateful for and never will forget. <laughs> That's cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, let's dig into what you learned from that company. Who maybe we maybe I don't want to single hand that company out necessarily, but different companies you worked for in the past how they treated you or didn't treat you or ran their jobs. 
what kind of, you know, it's, sometimes it's, it's, uh, there's a saying like you can, some of the best lessons are, are from watching others, you know, how they, how they mistreat you or something. And then you're going to, you're going to say, I never want to make my employee feel like that. What kind of lessons have you, you know, kind of taken away over the years working for people that now you do differently because of the lessons you learned? Okay. I'm going to go back a little bit further, right? And, and, and this has always been my concept. This is how I learned through life. Um, mm. I have two brothers. Actually, one is one in birthday um, tomorrow. Um, so, but I have two brothers. They're tilers as well. Not generally tiling. I always, because I'm the younger one, I always look at mistakes I think they made in life or ask them about right. mistakes they made in life. So then I can learn from their mistakes. Yeah. So I'm always one like that that's screwed up that way, you know, like, you know, oh, can I improve, you know, on anything? So when I work for the first person I worked for was a a guy, and again, this is a funny story where I started to work for but we'll going to that next time. <laughs> Pod, podcast three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was actually there um working with him and um he could have treated me better in a sense where I was doing a lot of good work for him and financially he I think he was taking advantage of me because I just came to England um at the time, you know, and I just it's totally different. And um, square feet in Jamaica over here is is meter, square meter. So everything was like totally, totally different. So I had to adjust every single thing I've learned back home and try to try to work in what I was doing here. So when I I end up leaving that guy because it just wasn't working out. And then when I left him, I went to the company I worked for for probably 15, 16 years, something like that. Mm -hmm. I work for them. We get on, so there's a family run, it's a family run company. So me and the dad get on really, really well. Absolutely. I love him. You know, mm -hmm. we get on really well, but he had a son and, and we would, we just would not get on because I think the son treated me, the, the dad treated me as a son as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> More than how he treated his son. So me and the dad really get on well. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause the dad was a Tyler, so we could relate to each other. So when I ring him and say, oh, uh, we need that, oh, we need to do this, right away he's, he's on it, but the son is, was a Tyler. So when I get on to it, he's like, I have to be on the phone 20 minutes start, just trying to explain something to him. Right. So that was hard. But again, the, the dad will treat you good, and mm -hmm. he's, he's true to his word, but the son wasn't. And I think they've taught me one thing, and that is, if you have someone that does good work for you, they're reliable. Yeah. And they and they have the one of the main thing, they have the best interest of your company. You treat that person good. Yeah. You make sure that person don't want to leave your company. You treat them with utmost respect. And I think the dad always treated me with the best respect possible, but the son I just, we just couldn't get on. And I'm, that's one thing I've learned and, I, and I'll never make that mistake. Anyone that comes to work with me, I'm never yet treat them like, you know, uh, today, not today, but yesterday, the, we have some adhesive that came to site. Mm -hmm. So we have a guy that works for us. He does a bit of laboring and everything. And I will go out there and unpack it myself, yeah. you know, yeah. um, 
because, you know, I don't want him to feel like, but that's just me. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just say, um, just go, but he was doing something. So and at the time I was doing something, but it weren't as important as what he was doing with my other Tyler. So I said, you know what? And I went out there and I unpacked it. And the week before, it was the same situation. I took like 50 bags of Adisi by myself off a van. And I, and, but that's because I would not just say, stop what you're doing. And, you yeah. know, so we get on that well, because I, as I said, I just think that you should treat people, no matter who it is, just with respect. And, and I've learned that, you know, and that's one thing no one who ever said it could work with me or whatever could say to me. You know what? Oh, Ken didn't treat me with respect. That's yeah. one thing I've nice. learned. Respect, nice. you know, respect, 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 and and that will go a far way. Yeah, I like that. I like that attitude. Yeah. Do, do you run more than one job at once? I can't remember if you said so. So yeah, sometimes we have five jobs running. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We keep busy. We keep very busy. Yeah. Um, we keep very busy. So it's hard because we. I'm not one of the person like to jump from one job to the next. Right. So. Everyone knows it's 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 a bit different um, when you're not just doing a bathroom, but you're doing like a like a bigger project, like a full tile in a, in a house, which probably have 200 meters, five bathrooms in it is a lot. But what tend to happen is, Luke, you book a job in, mm-hmm. you say you start in the 5th of June, which is tomorrow, 80% of the time, you'll never be on time. Right. Never. So if you book that job right. in and don't take on a next job, right. I can guarantee you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So I have to double book because I've learned that as well. Yeah. I've learned yeah. that the hard way when I just left that company because I did not do that side of it. All I done was just go to the job and work. But now I realized I was just booking one job. Oh no, I have this job. And then I'll cancel, not take on that other job. And then you'll find out that that job is put off a month and he's like, oh, I could have done that job instead, you know? Mm-hmm. And what the other companies are always giving the job to the client. They don't care about that. Oh, yeah, it's just a week you could do. They don't understand that. It's all about them. But when they're ready again now, they expect you now to stop what you're doing. Right, right. And put, But you will probably book a next job for the 30th of June. Yeah. When they, you get what I mean? <laughs> this is hard. People think it's easy, but it's, yeah. it's, it's absolutely not. But what can you do? You can't say to them, well, I'm not going to bother do the job again. You know, you have to try right. to fit it in. So sometimes we'll have a few jobs, but I've never let down any client in that way. I'll always, if I have to work till 10, you know, that's me. I'll get the yeah. job. For, you know, I, I, I feel it's very important to make sure that your client is happy. And that's one thing I'll go above to make that happen, you know. You have, you have like five employees, right? Yeah, so basically we have... For we have three three other guys um, at the moment. We had Mark, which is a good Tyler. He wanted to do his own bits as well. Um, we are currently gonna look to get probably two other Tylers in because we have enough work to keep us going for two other Tylers. But the yeah. problem I have is is a bit tricky because clients clients want me on their job. Like no matter how you explain to them that. You know, this Tyler is a very good Tyler. Yeah. If I'm not there, they, you know, they just feel like I'm, well, I said to them, no, it's not like that, you know. Um, Wayne that's been with me over 16, 17 years, I've taught him the trade. Very good Tyler. I could send him anywhere in the world to Tyler. But again, because they see me on Instagram, 
and yeah. they, they, you know, they want me on it because they, they, they probably trust me more. So I have to say Wayne is good. But as soon as we get on the site and he started to tile, they will say, "Oh yeah, it's fine." And then I could leave him on the job. Yeah. So you know, because as I said, you always have to try please your client. I, I'm not the one who like, oh, I'm just gonna take it and send someone. Yeah. I wanted to go there and show them. Yeah, my guys could do it. You see, it's not a problem. Yeah. You know, I would not send someone there if I don't think they're capable. Yeah, that's a tough, that's kind of a tough transition for a, a company of your size, you know, yeah. both logistically and also mentally is allowing, you know, that's why I asked about multiple jobs because I knew yeah. I, and understand right away that you have to have key men on each job, key players, key yeah. installers, but yeah. mentally that can be tough to, you know, let go of that. And then if, if the clients are giving you a hard time, that can be tough as well. Um, especially for someone like yourself who yeah. is on Instagram a lot and a lot of your, most of your work is coming because they see you physically installing. Yeah. So I would imagine that that's extra hard. Um, no, it, it, I'll give you an example. So basically we've been doing this big house, um, this house, there's loads of work there, but the tile, because of coronavirus, some of the tiles got delayed. Mm. So He's, t- he's got the tiles now and now what I have to take one of my guys that is doing a pool with me to go to this job tomorrow. So he's going to have to stop, take his tool off and he has to go there. But the problem I, we have is because I'm running this one and I'm fully concentrating on this one, I'm pricing other jobs. It's just, it's just nonstop. Some of them I don't even know I do Instagram. Uh, honestly, I, I just don't know how I do it because yeah. I still have to price. I still have to send invoice. I still have to order materials. You know, I have to keep dates and time and what we have done. Honestly, I, I just don't know how I do it sometimes. And But like I'll say, you no. Know, so pretty much, yeah, everything is good. Then I snap, I forgot something. We need a, a trim for that job. And I was yeah. like, oh my. So we, you know, uh, those little small things will slip you because we're just talking about the job because the client was going to use something. But then we realized that that, that particular thing has to be a trim. So I was like, oh, it's a snap. We had to get one. Um, so, you know, luckily I know a lot of people. So I just ring up Eden Clay. Can you leave me a piece of trim? So yeah. my guy will go there and get it. So, you know, so it's good to have other people around. That, yeah, that those relationships. Other, you could just ask to, to do things because it's hard to keep it track sometime um especially when if the client isn't organized as all well, you want you know no. um because because most time i want to go on a job and i just want to stay on it get it done and then at least you know what you need you know but when you leave for for three weeks and then have to come back and you don't remember what's happening it's difficult you know yeah no. yeah that is that is difficult uh and, and- i i shannon yeah <laughs> Shannon Huffstickler's in the house, the shooter girl. Yes. Good to see her. And we've got I'm another, third, we've I'm got a great question. Uh, we've got another great question too after that. But uh, I wanted to 